We had a lot of fun pitching performances this weekend, plus annoying bullpens. Let's talk about it next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FPT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, June 28th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And one of those awesome pitching performances came from Tarek Skubal. Up against the Astros, seven innings, one run, three walks, nine strikeouts. Scott, this was the breakout we've been waiting for when it comes this, to Tarek Skubal. This was the one. There had been a lot of signs over the past couple months, but lately it had been a little bit shaky. But this was, this was uh, I think, the breakthrough start for Skubal because he one-hit the Astros, first of all, who their numbers in the month of June especially are amazing. Their, their lineup's been awesome. He one-hit them over seven innings, uh, first seven innings start of the year, 21 swinging strikes. And this was the breakdown of the swinging strikes for Scoobal. He had six on the four-seamer, six on the slider, four on the two-seamer, three on the changeup, two on the curveball. This was a guy who coming into the season, his, the biggest knock on him was not a diverse enough arsenal. That sounds pretty diverse to me. And seeing the effect it had on the Astros of all teams, um, Scoobal might be about to take off here. Yeah, 21 swinging strikes for context. Coming into this start, the Houston Astros had an 8.3% swinging strike rate, which was by far the best in baseball, which makes this start even more impressive for Tarek Skubal. How about Zach Thompson and Kyle Muller? What do we need to know about these guys? Because I never heard of them before. Zach Thompson <laughs> up against the Nationals this weekend. Six innings, two runs, 11 strikeouts. Kyle Muller, five shutout with nine strikeouts. Scott, which one do you prefer if you're looking to add one between Thompson and Muller? I think they're both exciting. Uh, they both show a lot of strikeout potential. Muller had the 16 whiffs. And and for a rookie, uh, this pitch distribution is exciting too. Four on the fastball, six on the slider, five on the curveball. You don't see many newly arrived pitchers get swinging strikes on three different pitches like that. A lot of walks in his minor league track record, so we'll see. Zach Thompson is really the surprising one because he's 27 years old. He's been mostly a reliever in the minors, including this year at AAA and eight relief appearances, a 660 ERA. His numbers in 2019 weren't very good either, just a total non-prospect. But he has looked so good since joining the major league club. They, they identified him as somebody they could make into a starter to fill a rotation opening. Uh, in the minor leagues. And, and there may not be an organization that knows pitching better than the Marlins right now. Uh, so uh, it, it seems like they're on, they were onto something with Thompson because uh, 16 whiffs, good for those 11 strikeouts. That was after four one-hit innings uh, with seven strikeouts last time. Seven strikeouts and four innings. And I, if you look at the highlights from the start against Washington with the 11 strikeouts, a lot of uncomfortable swings, a lot of... Swinging with not much conviction against three pitch a three pitch arsenal that seemed to really be working for Thompson. I think he may be legit. Yeah, Zach Thompson, eighteen percent rostered, so widely available on CBS. Scott, would you drop either of Mike Miner or Domingo Herman for Zach Thompson? Definitely Miner. Uh, Herman, if you want to take a shot on upside, I think Thompson presents more at this point. All right, let's talk about Kesson Hira, who had four hits over the weekend, including two home runs. He still had five strikeouts during that three-game stretch, but 37% rostered, and we know that Hira had a lot of upside coming into the season, also a lot of downside. You looking to add Kesson Hira anywhere? 
Yeah, I, I think 15-team leagues and maybe some 12-team roto leagues. Uh, his second stint back at AAA this year went much better than the first. He had 13 strikeouts and 51 plate appearances. So a pretty good rate, about 25%. You know, obviously just 51 plate appearances, so it may not mean much. Um, but the notable thing is he he hit his home run on Sunday came on a high fastball, which is a pitch he's really struggled with. So maybe he figured something out in that latest stint in the minors. We know Hero has a lot of upside. We'll see. Let's just quickly wrap up with some bullpens from this weekend, and there was a lot of news, but quickly, Scott, just tell me who do you think is going to get the next save for these respective teams? We'll start with the Phillies. I think it's I think it's probably going to be Jose Alvarado, but Joe Girardi announced he was the team's closer at the start of the weekend and then did not at all treat him like that over the weekend. Clearly, Hector Neris has struggled, though. For the Tigers, Michael Fulmer went on the aisle. Who do you think gets the next save for them? Probably Gregory Soto, but Jose Cisnero got one over the weekend, too. It, it might just be matchups-based. Last but not least, TJ Antone went on the I.L. for the Reds. They also lost uh, Lucas Sims last week. So between Amir Garrett and Brad Brock, what do you think happens there, Scott? Uh, this, is the, this is the one I want the least to do with. Uh, Brock and Garrett have each gotten a save, and I suspect it'll be matchups-based. So the next one will go to Brock, because he's the right-hander, I'll say. Yeah, not not confident about that one. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. <laughs>